Hello, I'm Teresa Marks, and I'm joined by my colleague, Halsey Schreier. We are both senior wealth strategists at CIBC Private Wealth. This is the final podcast in our six-part series on proactive planning. In this series, we have been exploring wealth planning opportunities to take advantage of low market values, high volatility, and low interest rates. Today, we are looking at how making gifts could be an opportunity to take advantage of the current planning environment. While many of the, of the strategies we have explored in this series, like grants, slats, and sales to grantor trusts, have a gift component, the gifting strategies we are going to discuss today are arguably simpler because they don't have a retained annuity, promissory note, or indirect access for the grantor. Gifts can be made in many different forms, but two of the most common types of gifts we see are outright gifts and gifts to Dynasty Trust. Halsey, can you get us started by explaining these two types of gifts? Thanks, Teresa. Sure thing. So these are really, out of all the topics we've discussed here, these are arguably definitely the simplest two things to sort of get your head around. The simplest one is an outright gift, and this is just actually transferring an asset from one person to another with no strings attached or restrictions on the use of the asset. And generally, that's going to be made by cash, check, wire transfer, or whatever title, uh, you know, deed, deed transfer or title associated with the asset. So an outright gift is extremely simple, and, and that may be all you're looking for, but it's a great way to move wealth to the next generation. A gift to a dynasty trust is a bit more complicated because a dynasty trust is generally, if you're making it during your lifetime, is an irrevocable trust set up for the benefit of future generations. And it's funded with a, with a gift. Uh, generally, it's going to be a larger gift. And that trust is going to be protected from creditors. It will last for life. The goal is to last for lifetimes of multiple generations of beneficiaries. And one thing that really is unique about a dynasty trust is that generally we are looking for that multi-generational planning. And because of that, dynasty trusts are going to look for jurisdictions that allow for trust to last for multiple generations. Because in many states, a trust has to end at some point in time. And, it, and at that point in time, the assets are taken out of the trust and distributed to the current beneficiaries. But with a dynasty trust, you will see people create a trust in a state in which they are not a resident. For example, Delaware is a big state for dynasty trusts, just so they can take advantage of this trust in perpetuity, so that those assets can be in the trust and grow for the use of multiple generations to come. So the grantor can essentially say how long they want the, the trust to last, whether it's their own state's rule, whether that's perpetual or a particular t term of years, or go to another state that definitely allows perpetual. The, the grantor has a lot of control over how long the trust lasts. Yes, uh, the grantor in this situation, and of course, you know, there, there are varying tax impacts from different states and always consult with your CPA or tax advisor to figure out what is appropriate for your specific situation. But the grantor has a unique ability to control sort of the term of the trust in the situation by choosing which state law to apply. Okay. So how do these types of gifts, gifts work in the context of wealth planning and transfer taxes? Well, they, they either really take one of two things. So when you're going to make a lifetime transfer of wealth, whether that be in outright or in trust, there are just a couple different regimes you need to think of. The first is really the annual exclusion gift. So one is able to make a gift to another person of $15,000 or less without filing a gift tax return, without eating into their lifetime gift exclusion. And that is generally, if we're making small outright gifts, generally we see clients that stick 
under that $15,000 per person rule. That way it's very easy, it's very straightforward. But as we've seen and demonstrated with clients, if you make these small gifts annually for a number of years, it is really a way to move tremendous wealth outside of your estate because you are moving not only the wealth today, but also the appreciation associated with that wealth. The other way that gifts work is to utilize your lifetime gift exemption. So right now in 2020, that is $11.58 million per person. And so if you're making a large gift, a one-time gift, either outright or in trust, you could eat into that exemption amount. So if you use that exemption during life, then that exemption will not be available at death. But one positive of utilizing during life is, once again, you're not only getting that out, asset outside of your estate, but also whatever the appreciation is over the years. And then we also have to think about sort of the third leg of the transfer tax school. So we have the estate tax, which is payable when someone passes away, the gift tax, which is potentially payable during one's lifetime. And then we have the generation skipping transfer tax, which sort of lays on top of both of those. And that's a tax on gifts to generations more than one removed from the grantor. So it's a gift. If you make a gift directly to your grandchildren, then the generation skipping transfer tax could potentially apply. But we have a generation skip, a GST exemption that is equal to the $11.58 million exemption. So many times, and it, actually all the time, if you're doing a dynasty trust, there will be some GST exemption allocated to that trust because the goal is to have those assets exempt from the transfer tax regime for a number of generations. And the only way to achieve that goal is to allocate some GST exemption to that trust. So we can essentially leverage not only the gift tax exemption, but also the GST tax exemption when making these types of gifts to make sure that we don't have any transfer tax payable when the gift is made. That's correct. Because I mean, the GST taxes, and with that is beyond, this is well beyond the scope of this podcast, or this is, is a, a pretty hard, it's a very, it's not aggressive, but it, it can be arduous and there, it's a little more technical and the tax calculations can get a little out of control at times. So we want to make sure that it's done properly, especially when structuring a long-term trust. So why might these gifts and even other types of gifts be beneficial to make during the current planning environment? Well, I think if anybody's been listening to this podcast, they've, they've heard this one before. But given the lower market values we have in today's world, it's this is a good time to make gifts because now we are taking a value, something that was worth, you know, maybe 20, 30 percent more three or four months ago and giving away at this new discounted value. And we couple that lower value with the fact that these exemptions that are currently $11.58 million per person for the transfer taxes, for the federal transfer taxes, are scheduled to go away after December 31st of 2025. And starting after December 31st of 2025, it will reset to what the law used to be, which will basically cut those exemptions in half for each individual. So it's, this is one of those situations where given the low market values, this high exemption that is scheduled to go away, this is a sort of a perfect storm to make either a simple outright gift or create a dynasty trust and fund it with a substantial gift. All right. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions about the gifting strategies we've discussed today or any of the strategies we've discussed in this six-part series, please reach out to your CIBC private wealth advisor or wealth strategist to get the conversation going. Thank you. For more on this, and other topics, subscribe to this podcast and visit wealth.us.cibc.com.
CIBC.com. CIBC Private Wealth Management includes CIBC National Trust Company, CIBC Delaware Trust Company, and CIBC Private Wealth Advisors Incorporated, all of which are wholly owned subsidiaries of CIBC Private Wealth Group, LLC, and the Private Wealth Division of CIBC Bank USA. All of these entities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only, and the material presented should not be construed as an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any security. Contents expressed are current as of the date of this publication and may change without notice.